What is up, you guys? Welcome back to Inspired Babes Let's Chat Podcast. And we are on episode 49 today. And I had my friend Tristan on all the way from British Columbia. Okay. I cannot tell you how excited I am for you guys to hear this podcast today. It was freaking through the roof with high energy. We were vibing like crazy. We literally could have gone on for hours and hours and hours because it just was such a great conversation around the mindset. And I loved it so much. And, you know, we talk a lot about, again, how important it is to have a powerful mindset, right? And how, you know, Tristan gained access to creating a powerful mindset on top of, you know, why it's important to have a, a daily routine morning and night and surrounding yourself with high vibe people. You know, we go into all of that. And something I find that's so fascinating is that when you start shifting your mindset, your communication starts shifting as well. So to me, communication is in the way you listen to people, right? So if you can actually really be present with somebody without having that mind chatter running, right? So I'm sure as you're listening now, you may have kind of gotten checked out for two seconds. Maybe the radio turned on or you got a thought that popped in or, oh, you're like, oh crap, I got to, I forgot to unplug my curling iron or whatever. Just, and it takes you out of this you know, conversation of this podcast within your listening, right? And so people do this all the time. It's just a normal human being thing, but it's actually getting present to that, getting present to actually just being with somebody, leave everything that you've been, you know, dealing with to the side when you're in communication with somebody and actually listen to them in a way where they feel seen and heard and know that when somebody states something, they're always saying something behind what they say. And if you actually listen in a way where you could get that, things could really shift and transform in people's communication. And also if someone's sharing something with you and they're in a breakdown or they're struggling with something, and if you're really that present with somebody, you may inspire them in a way where they take action and things could start shifting for them in their life. Right. And so that is the benefit also of having just a really powerful mindset because your communication and, and, and the way you're, you know, listening really shifts. Again, you start hearing all the things differently in life. It's fascinating. Okay. So with all that being said, let's welcome Tristan speaker, mentor, coach, and freaking badass who inspires me every day with how he shows up in the world. He's truly making a difference and you just get ready and here we go. We are with Tristan from British Columbia. Oh, I am so excited to have you on today. Hello, hello. Yeah, I'm hello. excited too. I am I've been waiting for this for since you well, first since you first kind of invited me to well, actually since you just were like, Hey, this is what I'm doing. I want I want you on. I was like, Wow, that's that's amazing. So I'm I'm like I'm lit up. I'm really excited for this. Yeah, I am too. And you know, it's what you're up to and what you're creating, um, you know, in your life and through social media and this clutch mindset group is absolutely inspiring. And I really get that you are making Thank a difference you. for so many people. I mean, you show up every single day, you share all your insights and your knowledge and 
you know, people engage and they're drawn to you because you, you know, what you have to say is important and they hear you and they see you. And it's just, it's super inspiring when we can see that within ourselves and we know we're making a difference and then we start serving. Right. Yeah. And so it's, it's, Incredible. So I'm excited you're on. Well, thank you. I'm glad that we, you know, I'm glad that you have this way of serving too. I mean, it's, it's really, it's like you said, it's, you get to a place in your life where, you know, you can't be selfish about, you know, all the things that you learn. It's, it's, it's a life of purpose and a life that's designed in a way where, you know, kind of get off by serving, you know, you get off by, you know, releasing this, this knowledge that you've learned and it's, reciprocity right that is the mother of all the strongest relationships and that's basically what we're doing here so how did you hit that moment where you were like okay i really want to start diving into you know my mindset and because you're a master at that right you've spoken on tons of stages and you know speaker coach mentor so how did you get to that place um that has been a very interesting it's, there's an interesting story behind it you know i'd like to say that all my life that i was you know focused on you know becoming some sort of um extension to serving people but you know i think where it came from is just you know a life of overcoming adversities and never wanting to give up and you know being in this position in my mind where, you know, I've always seen myself, you know, becoming something better than I, than I, you know, than I've seen in my surroundings, right? Like I love my family and, and, you know, my family's working class type of family and, you know, never really reached for anything extraordinary, but I love them, you know, for who they are. But I always felt like there was something more in my life. Like, you know, like that, that idea of dreaming big, like, you know, there is no limitations, but you know, I, I never grew up with the advantage in life. You know, I, I went through plenty of adversities in my younger years and very difficult, you know, it was very difficult to make sense of them. You know, I think I, I started to really feel the effects of what life can really be like um, and like some of the hardships of it at a pretty young age. I think I was like nine years old and you know, I had, I had trust broken by people that, you know, you shouldn't have trust broken from, you know, there was some abandonment issues and there was all sorts of questions of why and like how, and, and I was always, you know, I know it's cliche, but, you know, never give up has been, you know, a motto that I've lived by all my life. And I mean, if you're never going to give up and you've made the decision that you're never going to give up, but you know, I know life is like ebbs and flows. Like I've, I've been on the brink of suicide and, and at the same time, like telling myself, like, you're not going to do it, man. Like you're not going to give up. Like you gotta, you gotta keep fighting. Yeah. You know, this, this made me so curious about how I could overcome things myself. Like because I had to take on such an adult role at such a young age, I was responsible for the direction of my life at this point. Now it's like my mind almost, you know, subconsciously started looking at how can I, master my you know emotions how can i start to master my circumstances how can i overcome how can i and i guess this stuff is a lot of you know not always conscious but there's so many when when your mind is looking to thrive in turmoil um your mind is like you know you got that reticular activation system 
in your in your head and you know when you buy a new car you always see the new car right you see it everywhere and that's the same thing when your focus you know where where focus goes energy flows and i start focusing on how i could better myself you start hearing things that you haven't heard before and it starts to sink in start utilizing these things and i guess it, it it really wasn't just a day that i woke up it was just my life has been designed and and created to put myself you know to build myself into some sort of extension for a purpose greater than what i thought and i did come to a point where i recognized it um and you know one of my mentors says success is the uh, progressive realization of a worthwhile dream and I, i i really like i didn't capture that for a long time but I started to hear it more and more and more and I started to understand it that, you know, this progressive realization of a worthwhile dream, you know, my dream, I, I, I came to a point where, you know, about three years ago, I really started to leverage um, personal development for a cause, for, for a real desire, for a real purpose. I didn't know what it was, but I was at a point where I, I wasn't just looking to feel good in the moment. I was looking to feel good long term like right i wanted to do this forever like i want to feel joy like permanently and one of the keys to doing that is to give back you know i had to come to a point where i was recognizing that my history wasn't for me anymore that it was for the newcomer it's the it's for the new person it's for somebody out there and I, I had to obviously come to a place where I could recognize my history as a piece to this big process. And I did. It was so crazy. Um, it was so crazy because I remember, man, I think I was about, I don't know, I was at home and uh, it was really interesting. So I was at home and I remember looking outside of my window and I just had this flood of emotions and I, you know, I'll be honest with you. Um, it was only within the last three years that I really started to get in touch with like emotions and, and how to communicate them and how to understand them. Still a very difficult thing for me, but I felt something, you know, like I was open to, um, letting something in at that point, I think. And I just felt this rush of gratitude, Like it wasn't something that you write down and you just say, like, it's not, it wasn't something that I was like, you know, in search of at that moment. It it found me. I've never said it that way before, but it found me at that moment as I was looking out and I would call this a state of presence, um, you know, being completely present in the moment. And I felt this feeling that everything was on purpose. Like you are so good right now. Like God has really like surrounded the right people at the right time. And all of these things that he knew that you were going to overcome have been on purpose and designed for this moment right here for you to look back and say, and see that it was on purpose and it was meant for you to recognize, but now take that power, take that emotion, capture it and now, now go use it to help help somebody. Yeah. And it was the, it was the change. It was the shift 
It was a shift in my business. It was a shift in my personal relationships. There was a shift in how people responded just to my, you know, like networking with people, like they could feel it, you know, like there was this, it was no longer for uh, me. It was actually finding the right people. And there's a difference in the tone. There's a difference in, in how people respond to you when you identify with um, the purpose that you're the direction of your, of the direction of your life. That was the moment that it made sense, but it was to answer your question. This all happened through the process of my life, like through the the lows, through the highs, through the um, conflict, the inner turmoil, the questions, the nonstop questions, the, you know, nights you don't sleep, the broken relationships, the, you know, getting fired from your job, the, you know, like the lows. And yeah, I guess that, that would be my answer. It's just, it's a really crazy, twisted, almost a cynical type of process. Yeah. Well, you know, no, I, I think that people, it's so interesting just to see how people get to where they're at because it is such a beautiful process, right? All the challenges, all the ups and downs lead us to this exact moment. And that's what's so beautiful about it is something you said, you were like, I started questioning things. I started questioning my mind. I had all these thoughts, things were just rolling. And that's actually a really good thing because sometimes I think people numb that off to where they're not questioning and they just keep doing things robotically or just every day. Therefore, they stay stagnant, right? Like you, you were actually diving in and saying, oh my gosh, like you're questioning it all, right? And then you started shifting and then inspiration started coming over. The people you were, you were spent, you know, surrounded by things started shifting and that's what happens. And a, and a really key piece of that you kind of just spoke on is my environment was such a played such a strong role. It's so interesting. You know, they say that, you know, you are the five people you hang around, but you know, through that process, I had to hang around the ones that weren't serving me for me to get the lesson to understand and make sense of the people that I did need to surround myself with. You know, like there is no, um, I wish I, you can't just like pull the pieces out that you want from your past and, and just be like, I'm just, I just want this. Like yeah. it doesn't work that way. You got, you got to make, it has to make sense and you have to go through this. That's why the pain process, you, you appreciate a dollar when you never had one, right? Mm-hmm. You appreciate um, a bed when you've never had one, right? You, you appreciate things that you, you know, dream about, but have never accessed. And this is just a part of that like process that is necessary. And, and like you said, like your environment, like I I needed, once I felt what it was like to be, you know, limited and restricted and restraint and, you know, like suffocated. Now it's like, how do I just, how do I feel like the people I want to be like, how do I feel like that person that's wide eyed, you know, like that's just excited and you can feel their energy and you're like, what is that person on? (laughs) Like today I'm high on my own supply. That's what I always wanted. I wanted to be high on my own supply. I didn't want to be high on any other supply. I want to be on high on my supply. 
and I wanted to be in control of it. And that is the importance of being in control of your mindset because that controls everything. Like that allows you to take an emotion that just stresses you out and makes you feel like, you know, you just want to curl up into a ball and hide that, that mindset allows you to take that and break it down into little pieces and to use it for something that inspires you to change that emotion to something that you can perceive as growth so that it has a positive effect on you. And a weak mindset will allow that to just crumble them and to, to hold back and to like hide and to lower their standards. Mm. And you don't want to ever lower your standards. You want to raise your standards. You want to leave the bar up high and enjoy that failing process because that's where the growth is. Mm -hmm. It really is. I ditto on that. And, and I think that too, when, you know, how you had mentioned, like you looked at somebody and you're like, what are they high on? You know, you were kind of using that analogy and then, and now you're in that space. Like you're just high on yourself. You're just like, heck yeah, I got this, you know, and people that's contagious. People want that and they love that. And it's mm -hmm. interesting because I'll get messages from people and they're just like, oh my gosh, I love your energy. I love your vibe. I love that. And, you know, for me, I want to be with people who are also at my energy level and what, what I'm creating, because I want there to be in a way, this energy exchange, right? Yeah. Where I'm not feeling depleted. They're not feeling depleted. It's like, we're having this enlightening conversation like you and I right now. Right. And mm -hmm. that's where the growth is. And that's where, cause we can all, we have so many gifts and we can share so much um, you know, with each other. And <clears throat> that's the other thing is, is, you know, with your friends, right. And that whole thing that you were just talking about, but your vibe is your tribe. It's yeah. so, so powerful. I mean, you want to, if you want to last, if you want these energy levels to last longer, like I, you know, we were talking about before this, you don't want to hang around with a bunch of yours, right? <laughs> like you want to hang around with a bunch of, you know, <laughs> people that just match your energy because when you're depleted, they know what to do to help you. Mm -hmm. Right? Like EOR isn't going to help you. You know, most people go there when they're sad. I want to hang out with people that are going to like, um, justify my emotions right now. Mm -hmm. That is not safe. You want people that are willing to fight you, um, when you're in that place because they know what's best for you. Yeah. You know, those are the type of people that you want. And, I think we just get so comfortable with being around people who have just accepted themselves where they're at and not wanting to go anywhere else that we now find those people in order to be comfortable where we're at, you know? And I think somebody that's like, I don't know, hundred pounds overweight, isn't going to hang around with a bunch of hundred pound overweight people in order to lose weight. Like they, they have habits that have led them to that place. Mm -hmm. You want to be around people like imagine being so broke that you have never seen more than $500 in one, in your hand at one point. And then all of a sudden you are in a group of people who have $5,000 in their pocket and they want you to hang around with them. Could you imagine how you would feel, what, what you would see, what habits that you would attract what, how, you know, you would want to mimic everything that they were doing. You would be asking questions. You would be like, how do I get where you're at? Mm. That is the power of your environment. 
and how powerful it is. And you know what? The hard part is some people, this is like so true. Some people um, have such a different, difficult time, um, you know, with the idea that, you know, sometimes you have to cut the cord with people that met you where you were because they don't want to see you get any further than where they met you. Since I've been in this like awakened, you know, journey since my divorce, there's been a lot of friendships that I'm no longer close with anymore. Mm. And I'm okay with that. Not saying that I'm better or, or there, you know what I mean? Like we're not comparing here or anything like that, but it's just energetically, I'm just in a different space. You know what I'm saying? And, and another thing too, is that I, back in the day, I would be so intimidated by like, let's just say you, right? There's no way in hell back years ago, I would have reached out to you because I didn't see it within myself. I didn't want to hang around these big wig people because I was so insecure and I wasn't in that space. I mean, Mm -hmm. I knew I wanted it, right? So I would hang out with just, you know, who I hung out with was perfect at the time, but you know what I'm saying? And so now it's like, my, my cousin the other day says, Oh my gosh, are you, are you not like intimidated by all these people you've been, you know, interviewing? I mean, they're like big deals. And I'm like, wait, what do you mean? She's like, well, I would be kind of scared. And I go, honestly, no, I go, I'm excited. I'm excited to learn. I want to get in their world. I want to see what makes them tick, you know? And she's like, Oh wow. And it was just cool. Cause it made me, it took me back to my thought process back then, you know, years ago. And so I'm like, wow, I've come a long way. And I didn't even, I was unconsciously doing it. I was unconsciously attracted to you, unconsciously to all these other people that are freaking big in the world, right? Because I see it within. Have you ever thought of where those thoughts, like where those philosophies came from? Like the ones that have, you know, kept you from, you know, finding the wealth of knowledge and people that you've never would have reached out to? You know, I think a lot of it was childhood, A lot of it was childhood. A lot of it was, you know, being raised the way I was raised or certain things happened, you know, um, because immediately when you, when there's a breakdown or or a breakup or divorce, or you have someone that, that passes away or you lose a lot of money, you're in a really low space. Right. And so you make a belief up about yourself Mm -hmm. that either you're not good enough or, um, whatever that is. Right. But, but people stay on those beliefs. And I kind of did, I stayed on that belief. I didn't think I was good enough. Um, I always told myself something was wrong with me. Right. I wasn't smart enough. Um, but it's like unraveling that. And those stories are just stories and they're bullshit. Cause it all comes from childhood. Right. It's so true. Yeah, it is. It definitely is. And a lot of it's subconscious. I mean, you know, these little beliefs and philosophies, you know, that we that we develop over time, like those little one liners that our parents would say, you know, and then we'll just adopt them. And and like, have you ever thought about them? You know, like I I really think about how, you know, identify with certain things people say, because, you know, it's like, no, that that isn't true. You know, there. I used to think that, you know, people who were rich were just greedy, you know, mm-hmm. but there is a wealth of knowledge and understanding within those people. Mm-hmm. You know, I think about people that are extremely wealthy and philanthropists and, you know, the idea of the lower middle class's idea of rich, you know, many people and where I grew up, especially, 
um, has restricted and restrained people from actually accessing that. I mean, instead of going and searching for that, you know, wealth of knowledge of how instead living in just, well, that's just the way it is. They're just greedy and they were born into money and that's how they got it. And you find out that, you know, the, the, the more that these people give more than anybody else that I know, like I, I know that um, some of the most wealthy people in my social circle give more than anybody who is um, of lower or middle class that I know of out of their own pocket. You know, like if we were talking percentage wise, I don't mean like as a whole, like, yeah, of course they've got more money. So that, but they take a percentage, they live by certain principles, wealth principles that a certain percentage leaves their pocket automatically for um, donating, for giving for, and, and it's not for, um, it, it's for the purpose of, of what it, um, what is the, the quote? This is, there's a quote by uh, Jim Rohn. Giving starts the receiving process. Mm. It's an amazing quote. Giving, it starts the receiving process. Mm-hmm. And the philosophy that, um, you know, that a lot of the lower middle class hold on to is like, keep, 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 save, save, save. You know, it has nothing to do with give, but it's a completely different mindset. So when I started to tap into what, how powerful it is to access the, the wealth of knowledge that people who have something that you don't have is, you start to learn these things that have been holding you down for such a long time. And it is such a short amount of time that so much can happen. Mm-hmm. You know, I was looking at a video today. I did a one minute video, one and a half minute video a year, uh, three years ago. I'll share it with you after this. Yeah, okay. But I want to see it. Yeah. It was, oh man, it was me doing, it might've been my third or fourth live ever on Facebook. You know, I was getting out there trying to, you know, it was terrifying. <laughs> yeah. I remember Ooh. I could feel the, it was terrifying the way I communicated, the way I, you know, the, just the, my posture and my understanding of, of, of life. Like I, it was just so, I was so feeble mm. at this point. Like there is so much you can do that people underestimate in a short amount of time. It's just wild. That's so, uh, yeah, man, it's just really crazy. That is, well, how, how neat is it that you have that to look back on and see, hmm. you know what I mean? Cause then you're like, wow, look where I am now. But you know what? The cool so thing is, is you showed up and you did it two years ago. And that's why you are the way you are today. Mm-hmm. You know? So Yeah, there was uh it, it helped me, you know, I was talking to my a couple of friends of mine. And a friend of mine was just telling me the other day, it was like, you know, um well, it was my best friend, and she was telling me that, you know, some people are uh, you know, they they have these philosophies that, well, that's Tristan. You know, he gets that because, you know, it's just natural to him. And, oh, that's Tristan. Like, look, it just comes easy to him, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, what? Like, wow. these guys knew. So I sent that video and I said, you know, share this with your people and let them know that I worked hella hard to get myself to this place. And I was probably even less of an advantage than you are right now, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. and consistent actions and determination over time will, it will always produce, it will always produce, 
as long as you're consistent. And that consistency process, when you're congruent with one direction and you're consistent with it, that is what produces that build of self-esteem. You start looking at yourself and start appreciating yourself because you're not lowering the bar, your standard, right? You're like, I'm just going to continue, continue and continue to work and I'll reach that bar, but I'm not going to lower it just because I want it easy. Yeah. You know, because life isn't easy and the best things come from that pressure. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the growth comes from being uncomfortable. Oh and yeah. It, you know, it's like, you know, I don't ever want to be comfortable. <laughs> I want to be uncomfortable pretty often because I know I'm going to have a breakthrough around the breakdown, right? Mm-hmm. And and two, it I think a lot of people they see us and they're like they'll they like they made the comment to you, oh, it just comes natural to you. Well, yeah, it probably does now, but you but it's taken you a long time to get here. But people don't see the behind the scenes of what it takes to get here. Mm-hmm. And you know, I remember as well, like I had judgments on people, really successful people. Like you mentioned the wealth, right? You judged mm-hmm. wealthy people. You know, I would judge just because I was insecure and I just, again, did not see my greatness within. And so I judged automatically. But then the cool part is when that happens is start looking at your judgments and asking a question is, why are you judging? Like, what is it? Because there's something behind the judgment, right? Mm-hmm. And, and so like you, they, they just are greedy. Right. And then you started unraveling it and you started learning a lot more about yourself and about wealthy people. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So it just, I think that it, it really takes something to be where we're at and, you know, um, it's baby steps and it's taking action every single day. A hundred percent. That yeah. is key. Mm-hmm. It really is. Um, and so like, what do you, if, if there's people that are, that don't even know how to start with their mindset, what do you say to them? Like, what's the, like, if you could give them three things to say, okay, this is what I want you to do. What would it be? Mm, it's a great question. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. You know what? There has to be a willingness. Number one. There has to be a willingness. I mean, it's it's just not one of those things where you're like, you know, I, I want to be successful. You know, you have to be willing, willing to recognize that what you know now is not enough to get what you want. Mm-hmm. Right. Like it, you have to be willing to know that, because if if what you what you're doing right now is the the reason for what you have right now. And if you don't do anything different and you don't have an, an itinerary of what it takes to get something different, well, I mean, then there's no way you're going it, to – there's a difference between dreaming and an illusion, right? An illusion is wanting something but not doing anything about it So, and saying that you're going to get it but not doing anything about it. You know, we don't want that. We want people to achieve that. And the way to achieving is you've got to recognize that, hey, like where I'm at right now, what I'm doing right now isn't getting me where I want to be. So how can I access that? And am I willing to recognize that I need some work? I have some work to do. I have some stuff that I don't know that I need to learn. You know, um, I have some philosophies that need to be changed. And I don't like them. I don't know what they are. And I don't need to know all of them right now. 
but I need to be willing to start that recognition process because like I said, there's a reticular activation system in your, in your mind, in your brain, and it spots out things that you focus on. And when you're focused on, um, you know, living in the moment, you're going to find all the parties to go to, all the people that like to party, and you're going to be living the moment and you're going to be broke. And the important thing about this process of recognition and, and, and being willing to, it, it, what it requires is for you to recognize. You need to have some focus in those areas and to start recognizing those areas. So number one is, is being willing to recognize that you are not where you want to be and you want to change. It's so, so key. That yeah. begins the process of recognition. That's, that begins that whole process. Number two, um, what I would say to begin that process, geez, I guess maybe identifying with what it is that you want. I think it would be really important because, you know, Tony Robbins says, uh, you know, this is another mentor of mine that I, I've been following for years. And he doesn't start a meeting without first looking for the outcome. What is the outcome that you want to achieve? That's in order to create a plan, right? In order to build a house, you need to know what it's going to look like so that you have the dimensions so you can build a foundation. So what is the outcome that you're looking for? Number one, willingness mm -hmm. to see that you need to change. So it starts that activation process. Two is, is um, what is the outcome? What is it that I want? And recognizing and starting to identify what it is that you want. I mean, if you listen, most of the things that I wanted were internal, had nothing to do with the house, the truck, the money, any of that stuff. It had to do with the internal part of me. I was so down. I was so broken. I was so depressed. I was so miserable. I had no self-esteem. I was, you know, I was overly confident in order to protect myself from actually having to show weakness. Like all of these things were so internal that I would never appreciate the external stuff if I didn't fix what was inside. So my dream was never monetary. Like it was never a tangible thing. Like it was all internal. I wanted when people walk past me, I wanted them to feel and know who I was and what I was about by the smile on my face. I used to pray that I used to just want people to know who I was just by me smiling. I wanted them to feel that because I wanted to start to pre appreciate myself. Like, you know what the hardest thing for me was in this, um, I identifying the type of person that I wanted to become number two that I was talking about is I wanted, I wanted to, I wanted to be able to look at myself and say that I love what I looked at. You know, I just wanted to love. So I started doing this exercise where I look in the mirror mm. and I would just say, I love you. And I freaking broke down and cried the first time I ever did it. I couldn't say it. You know, I couldn't see what there was to love. I didn't see what there was to care about. You know, I was so devastated. That is that is a moment, you know, Jim Rohn will say, Jim Rohn is another mentor. It was Tony Robbins' mentor, actually. He's recently passed away. But um, he says that if you're going to do something, you, you want to capture it when the emotions are high. You know, you, you don't want to take action when you're feeling like crud. You, you want to, when you're feeling it and the emotions are high, capture that moment Ooh, because there is, there's a law called the law of diminishing intent. And what that law means is that, um, when you are captured by an emotion 
and you make a decision that this is what I want to do. And then you push it off. You push it off to the next day and the next day and the next day. The law of diminishing intent says that it, it begins to diminish the intention that you had because you pushed it off. And so what that means is you want to capture the moment when the emotions are high. Mm. And have you ever been so freaking happy? Like think about the happiest moment in your entire life. You can't not remember that because your emotions were so high that it, yeah. it created this button in you that you could always go back to that. That is how goals are met because when you meet them with high emotions and you take them and you put action at the same time, your emotions are high. That begins this process that actually starts to create residual in your life. Mm. So the law of diminishing intent is real. And so what I, what I would say to people is number one, um, is, is to ha- is to start to recognize what it is that you want. Mm-hmm. So have a willingness. Number two is start to look at what it is that you want, you know, really write it down and like, how do you want to feel and which person that you follow has that start studying them. What do they do? You know, I was obsessed with what successful people did. Yeah. You know, I wanted to know all about it. What do they do that I don't know? And you know what I found? Mm-hmm. Um, number three, I would say is because you're going to want to study what, what these people have. I found that the one most common thing that high achievers have is that every single one of them have a ritual that begins in the morning. And that ritual is created by design. Hmm. This was the, no, I cannot tell you how my mind started to change when I started to implement intentionally a ritual, not searching for the residual, the day of, or a week of, or a month of, I want to just, I want to just follow something that every single high achiever in the entire world is doing. And I wanted to do it. Mm -hmm. And what it looked like for me, (laughs) I recycled through so many different um, exercises and rituals until I found one that worked for me. And in the way that it worked for me, you know, like I wake up, make my bed. Like if if you wake up and you don't make your bed, you do it for what it will, what it will make of you, right? These little things like Jim Rohn says another thing. He says, everything matters. Everything affects everything, even the little things, right? You don't not make the bed because it's just the bed. You make the bed for what it will create within you, right? You make the bed because... If you don't make the bed, then you won't do the next big thing that's necessary. Then you then you'll push aside what what needs to be done to eat healthier. Then you'll stop reading the ten pages, and maybe you won't read at all. Maybe you know this is it, it's a it's a cycle that starts to manifest. And so the little things are just as important as the big things, mm-hmm. right? And so these uh, rituals are what I teach in my clutch mindset. A lot of the times I talk, I have a 14 day challenge and I've had some incredible testimonies, life changing testimonies Mm -hmm. because I just laid out a foundation for people, you know, try these out. I give them examples. I give them things that I've used and tried. And, and I, I say, you know, out of these 15, you pick, you know, four or five that you do in the morning 
And, you know, I've provided videos and stuff for them to look at and, and, and take the stuff and apply it. And I'm telling you, relationships are building, uh, marriages are growing, quality of life is improved, energy is high, you know, like purpose is created. Like people are like, man, like you, you have impact in my life in a way that I cannot even express. Mm. And, and the whole, the whole purpose of this was because I, I just wanted, you know, it was selfish in the sense that I just wanted to be happy. I just wanted to be okay with myself. Mm-hmm. You know, I just wanted to start that process. God has a purpose in everybody's life. And I truly believe this. And for me, I needed to go through that. I needed to feel like shit. I needed to look back in my life and, and, and see like, dude, you need to change this. Otherwise you're going to be, who are you going to be? Are you going to be, you know, your, your, your late fat, lazy auntie that sits there and does nothing all day <laughs> and watches TV and, and talks about all the crap that's going on and, and puts all that stuff on her children. Like, do you want to be that person or do you want to be the happy, you know, exciting, um, you know, when they look, when she looks at a menu, she looks at it from left to right. You don't have to look at the money first. You go from left to right because you have something that you worked for mm. and you did it intentionally, right? This stuff is, it is just stuff that takes work and a willingness. And so those are just three. I mean, I could continue forever on some of the most, I mean, those aren't even just fundamentals. Those are major roles to this process, major roles. They are uh, basic fundamentals, but they have such a major effect on the beginning process moving forward. Yeah. Oh, I love those. That's incredible. And I'm, I'm huge on that morning routine on that ritual Heck yeah. Cause if I, if I miss a day or something, cause I got to get up with the kids or they get up earlier than I plan, like it throws my day off. Yeah. What does it do for you? Share that. I want to hear what it does for you. What it does for me, you know, for me, I feel like I receive more inspiration throughout the day. I'm more present with my kids, um, versus scattered, right. In my mind and with my kids and frantic and impatient. Um, I'm more uh, just about flow, right? Just about the flow of the day. Um, I feel complete inside and whole mm-hmm. and complete. Um, let's see. Just, yeah, I feel like those are the key things that I that I experience and that I feel when I do those. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it just, it's amazing how, when you don't do it, the, the, the feelings that, that come versus when you do do it, you know, and Mm -hmm. I, you know, when I, when I went through my separation, I had committed to, you know, meditation was really big for me. Like in my mind, I'm like, Oh, I really want to meditate, but I just never did. Cause I'm like, my, I have ADHD. I'm all over the place. I freaking can't meditate. My mind's going nonstop, you know? And but I was in a really low place when I got separated and, and I just thought, you know what, now's the time. Like I was listening right for that, that inspiration, that guidance. And then I acted on it and I started meditating every day and I've done it every day since either once or twice a day since 2018. And that has set me up 
yeah, that has set me up for all the success in the rituals of my day-to-day life. And I'm telling mm-hmm. you, if I wasn't able to, to sit and meditate, I wouldn't have been able to have all the, the, um, freedom from the pain that I was in because I was allowing myself to walk through those emotions, right? Because meditation allows us to feel mm-hmm. and, and I allowed myself to sit and experience all that. They call that, you know, shadow work when you can sit in your emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think that's a healthy part and a healthy process of being enlightened and discovering who we are is to be able to feel the pain that we've been through in the past. Because sometimes right. we, we, everybody, I don't care who you are, but every single person I know has gone through pain or trauma or, you know, anything in that form. And if we, push it aside, there's no way we're going to be able to create and to serve and be a bigger purpose in the world if we don't deal with what is going on behind, you know? That's so true. Yeah. So You know what I learned about meditation not very long ago is that it also puts you in a place, um, it, it changes the vibrational frequency that, and it brings you to the, this, this frequency that actually starts to um, manipulate the subconscious. And... Mm-hmm within the subconscious is where all these philosophies and all these, these beliefs um, that control the way that you think and the actions that you take. And so meditation allows you to get into this place of frequency where you're allowed, you can start now manipulating the way that you think by, you know, starting to be more self-aware of how you feel and exercising these thoughts that you have or being thoughtless completely, but being present in that moment, it allows you to see things that you wouldn't see with all the distractions that happen that, that interrupt. And it's such a, like, for me, like that meditation is, you know, I always say like, you can't, you can't pour from an empty cup. Like the the morning ritual is about filling your cup, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, when you're in a, you know, when you've worked a, a 12 hour shift and then, you know, you come home and you got kids and they're just everywhere, all this stuff. Like, you know, if you haven't filled your cup in the morning, you're not going to be able to pour anything out. Like you're going to be irritable, restful and discontent. Oh, and yeah. it's so important that when you fill your cup in the morning, you can look at those problems in a different perspective. You can feel them like, you're like, ah, oh, I can handle this. Like I can manage this stuff. And, you know, it's, it's crazy how an emotion can make you feel like you've lost all progress that you've worked so hard for, for the last, you know, three, four, five, seven, ten, twenty 20 years, mm-hmm. being in a state, like being in a, in a state of mind where you're just sad. You can look back and be like, I haven't gotten anywhere, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Yeah. but you go to the gym or you do a ritual and you're fired up. Mm-hmm. It's like 20 minutes ago. I felt like I didn't get anywhere. Like, what am I, <laughs> what am I doing? Like, I feel great. Like yes. everything's changed. You know, and that's why it's so important to be like conscious that you have control of your outcome. Your day is not bad if you have a hold on this mindset. And and that's why I always say like, it's so important. It's so imperative to start building that strength and mindset because now you can start manipulating how you feel, Mm -hmm. right? Like in the worst trials of your life, you can start to feel like, no, but there's hope. And I can see it, I can feel it, and I'm going to fight. Yeah. You know, that that's where you want to be. You don't want to, 
you don't want to recognize with your, you don't want to identify with your circumstances if they're shitty. Oh, you know, you want to, you want to, you want to identify with where you're going because you know what's in you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And have you ever felt like with, when you, you know, that energetic frequency that happens when you meditate and you get in that mind, you know, that space with your mind and all the, the whole ritual situation. And I feel like when I'm in that space, ever since my divorce, my mind is so much more clear. Therefore, I receive so much guidance and inspiration on things like reach out to this person. Like it was so weird, Tristan, like you and I, we connected earlier in the year. It was like, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. No? yeah. And then I don't know. And then you know how the algorithm is. You don't see people's posts sometimes. And all of a sudden you pop up and I'm like, oh my God, I gotta reach out to him. He's gotta be on my my podcast. Just things like and then I take action, right? It's just you receive so many, you know, just inspirations on and guidance as to what to do next. And if you listen, if you listen and get present to that and you just take action right when it comes to you, you watch your life shift. Mm-hmm. Because I think that's what, oh, go ahead. What are you going to say? No, 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 no. Keep going out. Oh, you're good. Okay. Well, I think what happens is when you get sometimes back in the past, I would receive something. I'm like, oh, God, I'm not reaching out to them. Oh, I'm not doing yeah. this. I'm not, I know I'm being <laughs> yeah. pulled to this business, but I'm not going to yeah. do it because, you know, and so you shut it down. But it's like, oh, my God, those things are coming to you for a reason. Yeah. How do you know that's so not your next step? You know? Yeah. You attract who you become. And that's, that's like the key is like who you become, you start to attract. It's like some people are like, oh, I attract such shitty people in my life. It's like, what is inside of you right now? Yeah. You know, there is something inside of you that is attracting this. Mm-hmm. And when you look deep enough, if you're attracting assholes and you're attracting people that just bite you and argue and, you know, and break you down and stuff, what is inside of you? Because who you who you are presented as, who you become within is who you attract for the long run, right? That's why I think it, it, you and I connected, right? That we share so many similarities and so much of the same type of energy. Like, mm-hmm. you know what? My best friend, Sass, mm-hmm. she's the most amazing person ever. The way that we connected, it was really just quite strange, mm-hmm. you know, because it was, it, was, it was online and we both had massive trust issues and to like, but it, it, it was it was crazy because there was something that I had that she wanted. And there was something that she had that I wanted. We didn't, mm. she, she she had been attracted to something. I had been attracted to something, and that and that process um, started to show that there was something there was something dynamic to this friendship that we started to create that was outside of the normal, the common, right? Something that was. But there was a very intentional reason behind us connecting. You know what I mean? And yeah. that is the, the power of becoming someone better. You start to attract what I believe is what God's purpose is for you. Right? I don't believe that, you know, this, this, um, I just don't believe that some people are meant to have shitty lives and shitty experiences. And others are supposed to have grand, amazing lives. I just think that some people allow their circumstances to control their identity. And others don't want their circumstances to control their identity. And so they're willing to ask questions and have podcasts and learn information and get knowledge out and, 
and read the books. And it all comes from enough, when you have enough pain and you're not ready to cut the cord, you know, you're not ready to, to end it and you're willing to do something, you will find oh, yeah. a way. When it gets bad enough. Yeah. Yeah. When it gets bad enough, you don't care about all your friends' opinions anymore. You just say, you know, you flip them the bird and you say, if you don't like it, <laughs> I mean, you, ch- you chose me. You chose me. Yeah. Like yeah. I chose you. Like, if you don't want to see me grow, well, then you're not the person that I, I thought you were. Because I thought we were friends. I thought we were in it together. I didn't know that we were anchors to our own depression. Mm. Yeah. I, I thought we were like helium to each other's future. You know, we're supposed to rise above. And it's it's like, I've seen that, you know. Oh, Tristan's doing that thing, man. I don't know. I'm not going to answer his calls anymore. You know, this guy's getting all, you know, positive and stuff on social media and stuff like i don't know what he's trying to do but <laughs> right you know like and, and, and then all of a sudden things change and these people are like hey man like what are you doing like we should go for a bite to eat it's like yeah man like why'd you why'd you step away for so long like you know what 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 were you intimidated by you know yeah well you know, I heard something on a podcast the other day and it talks, he talked about when you are at your 100, you're going to invite the person you're in a relationship with. It could be intimate friendship, whatever relationship it is, mm-hmm. but you're going to invite that other person to their 100. Right. And it's like, that's the thing is you want to keep inviting each other to their highest self yeah. because you're at your highest self. So it's the same thing with attracting or, you know, if you're attracting those friends that are not at that level, you're going to keep being at that level. If you mm-hmm. like they're your friends, they reached out to you. What are you doing? You know, like they're interested, they're intrigued. They want to know. And I mm-hmm. think that that's important because when we get to that space and if we can get our mindset there and do that morning ritual and have those, those three tips that you shared and do those on a daily mm-hmm. and keep expanding yeah. You know, we're going to keep inviting ourselves to be there. We're going to be there and we'll invite other people to be there with us. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so true. Yeah. So I thought that was really cool when I heard that. I'm like, oh, that was neat. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I know. It's good. Um, so, okay. I think this has been amazing. Do you? It feel has. Like yeah. It's been freaking juicy. Do yeah, you um, do you feel like there's anything else that we could share with them? I I, I think yeah I think we could talk forever. <laughs> I know honestly, but I know I know oh, it's so true. I know. Well, when we first talked our phone call a few weeks ago, we just could keep going. We were yeah. just like yeah. You know it. what what is it what is it that you want your audience to capture? Hmm. I think just in how important the mindset is. And I think that's where I was so drawn to you, right? Is you've mastered that. You've mastered the mindset and how important that is, the the morning ritual, right? And mm-hmm. and and realizing that they're actually very simple tools. It's not, it's not science, but we get in our stories and in our bullshit. And it overpowers us taking action. We feel like we're in quicksand and we can't get out. But if we realize and we get present to that, it's all your mindset. And it's those little things, making the bed, right? 
drinking the hundred ounces of water, going to the gym, sticking to your commitments, you know, um, I think that is key and realizing that again, it's simple. Yeah, it really is. It really, it, it is so simple. And I think when you understand, you know, through the process that, you know, these people like your audience is going to take this and you're going to apply it and you're going to get into this, you know, motion and start to identify. I want you to know that the journey of self growth, you know, sometimes you got to look at yourself and you got to look at all of yourself. Oof, right? and it's tough sometimes. <laughs> and that is, and that is really where you get humbled, right? You start to see, like I, I started to see, you know, there was a part of me that I, I looked at and I was like, man, in order for me to protect my weakness, um, you know, there was a sense, there was a part of me that was like a passive aggressive, um, you know, forms of, um, I guess, just how I would, I mean, to put it simply, like I, I would be tactful in the way that I almost degraded a person in order to protect my weaknesses. And Ooh, interesting. It, it was a, a very passive aggressive, like, you know, one liners that made someone feel less than. And I was recognizing this and I start the more that you get into your own personal growth and how you don't like the way you feel, you start to recognize how you make others feel when you mm-hmm. do this. Yeah. And I'm like, God, man, like, how am I supposed to be this person that I want to be if I'm just using people to kind of get myself to this like fake sense of, um, I don't know what you want to call it. Fake sense of, um, you know, self-confidence. It was such a temporary, um, fake, you know, source of, um, pride that when you start to look at yourself and see these, like these things that, you know, you know, that aren't serving you. And if you're, you know, if you're using people to make them feel crappy and it makes you feel good, that is not creating anything worth living for. Oh, no. You know, like it's that is, temporary. yeah, it's so temporary. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think when I, like I said, it, it's just, it's an, uh, sometimes it's really ugly. It's really ugly to see, to see these parts, but when you finally see them, and you're like, that is, again, it's like your mind, like the, my logic way of thinking, you know, the psychology of the, the brain, it's, 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 it has a reticular activation system. And what you focus on, you know, is where you put, where you put energy and that where energy goes, focus, where focus goes, energy flows. Start focus on like not liking that. You're going to start to improve it. You're going to find the ways to, to, to work through it. You're going to ask the questions that help you grow through that. Mm-hmm. And just so people watching know, um, it's not a get happy quick thing, you know, like yeah. you hear about those get rich quick. Uh, this is not a get happy quick thing. Like this is like, you're recognizing some defeating habits that have really made you an awful person in your own mind. You know, like some, some people are there and you're like, oh, man, I'm just, I'm not worth it. It's like, let me just tell you, man, you are worth it. Like there was, there are 7 billion people on earth and there isn't one single person like you. 
You know, there ain't one person that thinks like you. There ain't one person that looks like you, unless you're a twin. There, there is not one person that that shares your genetic code. You know, besides maybe a twin, but you have been given a purpose. There, I, I truly believe that the adversities that you have were meant to be there for a reason that you can't see. Mm-hmm. And like I said, my mentor considers, you know. Success is the progressive realization of a worthwhile dream. That means you don't know what it is. Exactly. You don't know what it is right now. You're progressively realizing that there is a purpose to everything that you've gone through. And it brings you to a realization of a dream, a a worthwhile journey for your future. And when you see that now, you now when you wake up and you go through all the stuff and and you feel the feelings and you and you you know make the bed and you do the ritual and you do the work and you reach out to the person you go to the gym this is a part of what you recognize now as the worthwhile dream that you've progressively came to through all of that trauma through all of that mm-hmm. frustration through all of the music and the podcasts and the videos and the pain and through all of that it's the progressive realization which means don't expect it to come right away but don't put a rush on it my mentor also says, don't put a rush on success. Yep. That is something that comes in time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if I could leave anybody with anything right now is don't rush, don't rush the process to a point where you feel like um, you're never like success is not a place that you finally get to. It can be something that you attain at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. It can be something that you just, I'm happy. I move forward. I got progress today. You know, I'm happier right now than it was yesterday. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I think people identify success as a certain amount of money or the car you drive or the house you have. Success is really just getting an inspiration and taking action on it. That's success. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had success today. I made my bed. I got up. I worked out. I took care of my kids and I worked and I kicked ass. I did a podcast, whatever. That's success. Woo! Right. And we define it. We define it. We get, we get to choose what we make it mean. Yeah. And that's powerful. And, and it's crazy to think that we all have the power to change the world. Each yeah. person, we get to use what we've been through with what you were just saying and freaking change the world. Literally. Yeah. Everybody yeah. has a story. Everybody has Everybody a story. Mm-hmm. And the craziest thing is I, through my story and learning about other people's story, mm. like my story is so tiny. Yeah. It's so small. I can't even relate with some people's, mm-hmm. but yet I still have this impact that reaches international borders. You know, like you have a story that could out, could blow mine out of the water. You have the power to influence thousands of people. You know, thousands of people, and if you want some sort of purpose, begin to share your your story, not from a victim position, Mm -hmm. but share your story in hopes that somebody is going to get what they need to live another day. That's all I needed. I just needed to know that there were people that, you know, had it pretty bad and and seen something more than what I was seeing. Because we all know in depression, it's almost impossible to see light. Yep. It's impo- it almost feels impossible, but 
I, I believe that just like we can think ourselves into a depression, we can also think ourselves into um, feeling amazing too. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's where your focus goes. So everybody has a story, and I think that you're right. It's we have an opportunity to share and to influence different parts of the world. Yeah, absolutely. And even too, you know, when you get in that depression, like for me, I still have my days. I have my moments. Yeah, me too. Totally. Yeah. I'm not happy go lucky all the time. Like my cousin, you know, she's like, you just seem like you're on point all the time. You got your shit together. I'm like, are you being serious? And I was sharing with her just some things that showed up for me. And she's like, wow, Micah, thank you for sharing that. She's like, I love how you don't portray like you're someone you're not. Everything you share, it's based off of your experience. You're just real on social media. And I'm like, I'm not here to portray this false image. Like I am who I am. And if mm-hmm. I'm having a shitty day, I'll probably say it. But <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I'm having a moment. But guess what? Let me tell you something. Because of all my work that I've been doing, I'm able to get out of my shit a lot quicker mm-hmm. than stay in that misery for fucking, you know, months or years. You know, yeah. it's like a day, a few hours. If I'm in a breakdown and I can't get out myself, I have amazing coaches and mentors. I call them. They call me on my shit. I'm like, oh my gosh. And we start unraveling <laughs> yeah. it, you know? It's like, those are the type of people that I want to call when I'm in a breakdown. I don't want somebody to be like, oh, poor you. Blah, blah, blah. No, you call me out on my shit so I can <laughs> yeah, have a breakthrough here. Please. Please. Because I'm not I'm not down here. Like, I want more. Like I want to keep growing and learning. Yeah. So don't hold yeah. me down here. Hold me up here, people. So it's it's not sustainable to be happy every second of the day. Oh, like it's just not. It's okay to be a a shithead every once in a while and to like (laughs) feel like curling up in a, in a ball in bed and just crying for like an hour. I mean, Mm. God knows that's the best way to heal. Like just do it and get it over with. So then you can just carry on. You know, if like, if you're like, okay, like I was even thinking (laughs) the other day, I'm like, how would it affect my psychology if I was feeling like crud? And I had a, I had a coin and I flipped it and, and one side of the coin said heads. And that meant that I could scream out and yell all my frustrations. But as soon as I finished, I was done. I couldn't do it again. I had to move on. And the other side of the coin, if I flipped it, it was tails said, okay, you know what? You deal with it and you carry on, you know, mm. it is what it is. So it's a 50, 50 chance of, you know, hundred percent chance that you're going to carry on and you're going to heal. It's just what side do you want to get it out or do you want to just recognize that it's time to move forward? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, cause maybe I'll utilize it. I'll let you know how it goes. Please do. Please do. Yes. <laughs> and share it on your, your clutch mindset group. Video. I will. I want to- <laughs> but, you know, it's immediate. Like I think that when we can state what's so for us in that moment, it does. It's just like that coin. Mm-hmm. It goes away. And not all things, but if you really think about it, you know, if you just keep all that in, it's just going to keep festering and festering and festering. Mm. It does nothing for you. Right. But if you just say, Hey, look like, yeah, I'm just in a shitty mood today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it kind of like the weight lifts off a little, right. There's no right or wrong. I'm not going to go into the victim. Then, 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 then this is why. No, it's just I'm yeah. in a shitty mood. That's it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to soak it up for a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. People. (laughs) Oh man, it's awesome. I know. So anything else you want to, 
any other little nuggets before we, uh, you know, wrap this up? I mean, if I were to say anything and I, I've said a lot, I think it's just, you know, it's people are going to want to change when they've, when they've identified with, you know, their life isn't where it needs to be or where, where they want it to be. So, I mean, capture that moment when it comes, like, I know what it's like to be, to, to, to procrastinate on a new direction. Like how intense the idea of change could be, you know, like when you get to that emotion and you've had enough, don't allow your husband to talk you out of it. Don't allow your boyfriend or your girlfriend or your best friend to talk you out of it and say, no, you're okay. Because you're not okay if you're revisiting this situation every single week, every single month. You're not okay. You know, it's time to change. And that is something I think I can leave anybody with is that, you know, this is why it's so important to prov- to be surrounded by people that call you out on your ship. Because people that, that have the best in mind, they don't just let you know that, oh, no, you're okay. You're just overthinking it. No, th- they're... Real friends want to know why you feel that way and 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 ha- and, and, and they want to help you get to a better place, not just comfort you. You know, that's the important thing about your environment. Your environment will control your outcome. Yeah. What what content you like, I don't like one of the biggest things right now with all the stuff that's going on in the world right now is is like I, I literally had to disable my Netflix. I have to stop watching videos. I have to stop allowing these theories these ideas manipulate and and um desensitize me from from what really uh, what is what is really what you re- what the the real potential that you have right the ideas that are instilled through netflix series and movies i've come to realize have diminished my my ability to see my own potential right it it puts ideas in me that that desensitize me from a bigger future, right? And I think that that is such an important thing. If I could leave anybody with anything is be so careful what goes into your mind because the way that movies and videos and advertisements operate is to create an emotion and then instill an idea at that same time Mm -hmm. that creates a belief, and that belief, you don't even know that it's coming to you. It's subconscious and you will carry it in without even knowing because it's just a movie. It's just a team. It's just a song. It's just a, you got to be careful, Oh yeah. you know, and it is, uh, it is scientific. It is, it is tactful how Hollywood does things. And I'm only beginning to see the, the surface of that and how it influences me. Watch a series for a day. And see if you go to bed thinking about all the different scenes and all the things that you've heard. You will, it is programmed into your head that when you wake up, you're starting to talk about these little scenes that you just had without even meaning to. Yeah. You know? It, so it's a little I, disturbing. <laughs> it really it is. It is so real. It is so real. It's real. But you know, Tristan, the cool thing about this this year with all of that is a lot of people are waking up to that. Mm, so Being like, good. oh shit, the movies, this, the programming, like 
as a collective conscious, like I know people are waking up and they're seeing things, which is really good. I mean, God, it, there's so many things that I didn't realize were going on. And now I'm like, Oh shit. You know, Uh it's, it's intense. Crazy world. It's a crazy world. But with that, I want to, I want to add is the importance of a nighttime routine too, because for me, yeah, I've shared this with my listeners before, but I'll share this with you and, and who hasn't listened to, to this, you know, podcast before. Um, cause I know there's new listeners all the time. And so there's, you know, every night before bed, I, in a journal, I write down my miracles, my breakthroughs, my accomplishments and my, um, insights that I had for the day. I love that. So, you know, then I'm programming my mind or, or so it's programming in my subconscious as I'm sleeping. Right. Mm-hmm. So do that right before bed. And I have a whole binder. I started it in, I think February or March and it's almost all the way full. And it's so cool because I'm like, I'm looking every day as I'm showing up, I'm looking for those. Ooh, I had this insight today. Ooh, this showed up. Oh, wow. I did this, this, and this, and I'm training my mind that look what I accomplished because so many times we were like, Oh, all I did was this and this. Oh, are you kidding me? That's an accomplishment. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Everything is an accomplishment. So start rewiring and training your brain that those little things, going to the grocery store, working out, going to the gym, doing coaching calls, doing a live on Facebook, whatever that is, you still showed up and you accomplished something. Yeah. yeah. Right? What was the miracles that happened? So good. I haven't you know? been utilizing the power of that, but I, I've been I conscious of it. I learned more about it the other day and I'm like, oh, I haven't been installing that. Like I should be using that. That's good. It's a reminder for me that I need to take action in that sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. It's man. It's so good because you're, you know, you're again, you're consciously, like I had mentioned, looking throughout the day. Therefore you're not in this, uh, zombie repetitive thing all day. Your your mind is really working for you, you know, Mm -hmm. the actions you're taking throughout the day and who you're showing up as who you're being. Oh man, that's fucking gold. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's starting to, it's installing, it's that reticular activation system that's saying Mm -hmm. what I, what I listen to in the morning, what I listen to before bed is going to continually show up in my life. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's powerful. So Tristan, where can they find you? If they want to join your, your clutch mindset group, where would you guide them to go? Uh, Go to Facebook. You can find uh, clutch mindset. Um, in the search bar and I mean that's the best way to find me I'm you know Tristan Schellenberg is my profile and uh, I put videos not only just on my clutch mindset group but my main page and uh, you know that's you'll find you know different things on both so that's the that's probably the best way clutch mindset it's got you know it's got all sorts of videos in there that you can find and and uh you know, just go to the search bar and, and go into videos and it'll just pop up all these different videos. I've got so many like that I've done on I me, mean, like hundreds of videos, probably mm. getting close to doing thousands um, at this point. And I can't wait till I get, I, I, I couldn't even begin to count them, but um, I wish I had started three years ago, seriously, because there's so freaking many of them, but um, that's the but- best way to find me. Yeah. That's gold. Awesome. And then even Instagram, what's your Instagram handle if they want to follow you on there? Uh, the Tristan Miles. Miles is M-Y-L-E-S. 
Okay. And uh, that's where you can find me on Instagram. I, I'm I'm beginning to be a little bit more consistent on there, but um, I mean, it all, it's all preference. Whoever uses Instagram can find me on there. If you like Facebook, I got tons of stuff on there too. Well, yeah, there's all the the gold is on Facebook and your clutch mindset, yeah. like that's, you know your main that's the rich stuff. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Well, cool. And I'll even put it in the description of the podcast, like your your Facebook and your Instagram, so then they can find you on there too, just in case. So cool. thank you so much. <laughs> I'm excited. My friends have been waiting for this, yeah. so they gotta wait three weeks. Oh <laughs> I may as well call it a Christmas present. Um <laughs> Because by that time it'll be Christmas. <laughs> I know, right? It's so true. I know. Well, it'll be yes, that's true. A few weeks. It'll be good. It'll be good. Yeah, I don't have to give in. I don't have to buy anybody presents. I'm just gonna send them this. <laughs> there you go. Look yeah. at you. You're just yeah. thinking smart here. You'll thank me someday. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh my so god. Thanks, guys. <laughs>